and welcome to Match of the Gate. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Uh, if you've made episode three, then that's really a good good effort from you, and I really appreciate it. Um, droning on again about women's football. I don't care. I love it. And thank you so much for tuning into this. I hope you're all enjoying the footy. Um, today we have an amazing guest on. I've been wanting to talk to Sally Reid about football for ages because I know she's a mad football fan. Sally Reid, for those of you who don't know, but I'm sure many of you do, she is a very established actor in Scotland. She's a director and writer based here in Glasgow. Um, before the pandemic hit, obviously, Sally, when the when the theatres were open, Sally was directing a play called Smile at the Dundee Rep Theatre. And Smile focused on the success of Jim McLean. Um, he managed Dundee United between 1971 and 1993, becoming the longest serving and most successful manager in the club's history, uh, winning three major honours. Um, so I, I was delighted to hear that a, a show about Dundee manager was uh, being directed by Sally, as I, as I know she's a woman who's watched and followed football uh, her whole life. And, um, great great moment for Sally uh, in her directorial debut. So Sally and I worked together last on Cinderfella at the Tron Theatre, written by Johnny McKnight. And I cannot wait to see her on stage again when the theatre doors are opened once again. Um, it was great having her on the show. Um, and during that panel, we obviously connect a lot about football being fans, Aberdeen and Hibs. Um, so it was a pleasure to have her here. Uh, well, actually, I snuck round to Sally Reid and Leslie Hart's hoose to watch the Spain-Croatia match, which turned out to be an absolute belter. Here's what happened. So, um, I'm just waiting here at the Match of the Gay headquarters. Um, all the football paraphernalia, pennants and all that on the walls. It's pretty um, It's pretty incredible, actually. Um, I'm, I'm not... I'm actually in my own house, but Hannah's made me do, like, a role-play thing. And like, oh, I'm pretending I'm waiting for Hannah, but um, I'm in my own house and she's here. Oh, and here she is. Oh, hi, Sally. Oh, my gosh, hi. Oh, Sally, thanks for having me. Oh, you know, it's like, I've just put my scarf on. What, you've been your wee Aberdeen scarf? I've got my Aberdeen stand free. <laughs> Look you... at you in those headphones. Oh, my God. So, have you been watching much of the Euros? I have, I have. Mm-hmm. I like, I do enjoy a tournament. Uh-huh. A competition. Like an international one. Yeah. Also, after lockdown, am I allowed to talk about lockdown? Yeah, of course you are. After, you know, lockdown and, ev- and it being cancelled last year and all the build-up to it, and then they obviously had all the posters still saying 2020. I know, yeah. So the marketing team it. are fucking They'd raging. They spent a fortune. Who do, you think, who do you think made that call? Like, who, who had the knife to the head going like, you will not change my marketing that I have spent the last four, three, four years I think, sorting out. I think it was probably Linda and accounts. <laughs> because there she was like, look, yeah. guys, I've seen the budget. We can't afford to change it. We can't even afford to go in and spray paint a one at the end. Yeah. So she's like, just can we just keep it? I know, it would literally be changing one letter, but I guess. No, but look. All the flyers and... All the flyers, the po- like... My sticker book's got 2020 Right, let me see it. your sticker book then. Well, if you'd already had the sticker book, you would have had to have handed your sticker book back and then got another one with a 2021. I know. I know. 2021, so. 2021. Right, talk me through your sticker book then, pal. So, I just thought, I'm going to get this and I'll be able to follow all the groups, all the teams, and it's... Memorabilia. 
Yeah, uh, but also a wee throwback to being a kid. Yeah. And, and that's what it's all about. Like, I remember all the tournaments as a kid with my brother and this mm-hmm. was a big part of it. Yeah. But now Collecting it's, the stickers, I mean, it's going to the fan- shop with your fancy. pound or whatever. Well, it wouldn't it's have been fancy. a pound back then. It would have been, what? Ten pence. Ten pence. <laughs> it's 90 pence for a packet of stickers now. Oh, my God. It'll cost me £1,000 to complete this. No, that cannot be... I mean, talk about football <laughs> being accessible. I mean, come on. I know. So that is shocking. That's why... £1,000? Are you actually No, joking? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Linda from Linda accounts, from, she needs to like have a word. She needs to do the um, accounts Back on that. in the day, it was only the teams. Mm-hmm. And, and it was like two pages and pictures of all the players. Yeah. Now it's like you've got group pictures of the mm-hmm. players. You've stadiums got, as well. Stadiums. You've still got your your shinies. <laughs> There's a shiny Switzerland. Oh my God, you've got a shiny mm-hmm. for Switzerland. And it smells the I same. can't smell it because... Oh. Because I got COVID recently and I've st- it's still not come back. So it's, it's quite comforting that it smells the same. There's another shiny. What was that for? I think it's Netherlands. Netherlands. Who I had in the sweepstake. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've got an order in how I do it as well. It's like I'll maybe buy like five or six or ten packets at a time. And then I'll, I'll open them all. I mean, I'm not made of money, but <laughs> I'll open them all. And I'll put them in number order. Uh-huh. So then I go to the beginning of the book, and and so they're all in numerical order. Okay, okay, okay. So all my like tens and all that. It's good. I bet you'd be. I can imagine you being like a stamp collector. Like maybe like mm-hmm. when you're like seventy or something, just yeah. like suddenly get wrapped into stamp. Collecting. I do like stamps actually. Do you? I like. I've got. <laughs> I sometimes collect um, like one-off stamps. Select like collections, like like at the moment they're, they're doing a Paul McCartney one. Oh right, I didn't know that. I've got I the didn't Elton John ones. I like like you can't just go crazy sticking them in. You have to be in the lines. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah some kids sticker books would be an absolute riot, wouldn't it? I wouldn't be able to Imagine work. if you were a parent, you'd you I mean, know I'd you'd shelled out a thousand pounds for <laughs> that's over the line. A thousand pounds for the sticker book, and then the kids are just whacking them on yeah, willy nilly. Like, you'd be on. fucking furious. There's no one to do swaps with because nobody else, nobody else has got <laughs> one. At the age of whatever. <laughs> 40. Got my Listen, sticker Sally, I would, if I'd known you were doing that, I would have got a sticker book. Oh, I'd have loved that. What was your first engagement with football? My brother. My brother was yeah. my brother was part of um, like a boys' club. We lived near a big park in Perth. But also my dad just really my dad and my brother and all my family supporting football. Yeah. Um, supporting Aberdeen. Is it quite a football family? Then? Yeah, yeah. Even my granny, you know, and everybody gets behind it and involved. Yeah. And um, my dad actually, his pal, was a coach at St Johnson for a while. Right. And my dad trialed for St Johnson at age thirty-five. Whoa. So my dad was a goalie. Thirty-five. Uh-huh. He was like the oldest trial. Yeah, did he, I mean, he was no, he didn't. I didn't make no. But, but the fact he got a trial though to, was pretty but he, good. But his pal had to make up the team, right? So okay. he just got my dad in, <laughs> that, and that's the story. That's the story. That's so. Good. My brother still plays. So he's forty-two. He still plays in amateur league football in Perth, and he's wow, a go- and he's right. a goalie. He went to uh, the Euros in ninety-six, and yeah, when you um. When you messaged me, being like, because I asked you to be on Match the Game, you were like, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And then you sent me that voice note. Hannah! 
oh, you were like, it's amazing, you need to come. To oh. Like, side side, because I think, but where was I? I think I was, I was in England, I think. You were just... It was in England when the first Scotland match uh-huh. played. And you were like, you need to get here. Like, you're so buzzing about it. Has there been a good atmosphere in the area? Like, Yeah, so I live just near Hamden. Mm-hmm. And any time there's anything going on, like football matches, concerts, but particularly football, and I've lived here for five years. Uh, yeah, so Aberdeen have been in a couple of semi-finals and a final at Hamden since I've lived here. So right. the atmosphere there yeah, has yeah. just been brilliant. And, you know... It's our team, it's our family team and it's just been great. So It is funny when I when I wander around like this area, I have so many memories of going to Hamden with my dad. Mm-hmm. We went eighteen times to Hamden, he took me. Wow. And twelve of those times we lost. Yeah. So that's what is that, five times, times that we that we went and we a semi-final and one and or a final well once we went to the final one once yeah uh, yeah once um so when I wander in this area I do feel very nostalgic about yeah. all those times it, it kind of feels like I'm stepping into the past a little bit that's nice time. yeah but what? yeah it's lovely it's lovely being here and seeing um you know international teams support yeah yeah and coming you, walking coming through your through streets, your streets. Yeah. yeah and and it's friendly and everyone's mixed together it's not like like glasgow home old games, farm games old yeah. farm games it's it's just there's a great atmosphere family yeah. atmosphere yeah do you play football no no, no. have you ever wanted to or I sort of I rem- when you asked me to do this and i was thinking about my childhood journey with football yeah i think we had to play football at school in high school i didn't have an aptitude for it no. at all to be honest the, there was a there was two or three girls in my school that were really good and they were so athletic and fast and aggressive mm. like aggressive spirit mm-hmm. you know and it was too much for me mm. and i think the thing that i like about football <laughs> is the theatricality of it, if mm-hmm. I'm totally mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense to me now when I like took my niece to some of the matches here, uh, some of the Aberdeen finals, semi-finals, yeah. and I would sit with her. She's basically me, like, 30 years. Yeah, yeah, so, and so she sits with a little notebook and she'll oh, write down uh, oh. how many people she thinks are there and then she'll check later. And then she she comments on on the goals but she's not actually watching the game she's watching the people mm. and the atmosphere and the singing yeah. and and it's goodies and baddies in it it's like yeah, panto yeah, yeah. and you're yeah. and there's a and there's a and there's costumes and you don't know what's going to happen and it's it's drama and it's yeah Aye, and there's a there's, there's peaks and peaks flows and, uh-huh. and changes and twists and turns yeah. in the story like you'll go and see a show and go don't, I didn't quite like it. It was boring. It didn't have pace yeah, yeah. or whatever. It's the same with football. It's totally the same. And every <laughs> every person that works in the arts that's mm-hmm. been on the on the podcast, uh-huh. which is a fair few, pretty much all of them have mentioned that it's the drama and the storytelling yeah. that they are uh-huh. engaging with more necessarily than the actual in the characters. Football. Yeah, and the stars. Yeah, you know, yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, it's got all that. And you're in an audience. You're in a theatre. Oh, here we go. Screen in the it. box. We're at. Oh, it's hit the side netting. It's always an absolute belter when it hits the side netting. Well, and you're in hand and, a and you think it's gone in and everyone's celebrating and you realise it's hit the side. Some, but sometimes the angles, the TV angles, oh, oh that is... It does look like it's in, but it's sit- probably miles away. Look, yeah, it's absolutely yeah. miles away. But, but you'd be sitting on that side 
you'd think it'd gone in. And you'd see the wave of the thing. Yeah. How do you, how how do you feel about like Scotland's journey in this Euros particularly? Oh, it's been incredible to to watch it and be part of it and just get excited and get behind them and get behind the mm-hmm. the the national like the spirit of it. Yeah. It's incredible. And I'm so like thrilled for my brother and his friends who've yeah. just supported them for so long. Yeah. Like being ever been all around the world with their kilts on and yeah. no jackets. They don't take jackets with them. <laughs> uh, well it's just one extra thing to carry, isn't yeah. it? If you could go to the Euros final in Wembley <clears throat> and you get VIP tickets and mm-hmm. you get the full works, the champagne, all sorts, right? Mm-hmm. If you could take one person on a date to go and watch that to go and watch that match, mm-hmm. who would it be and why? I would take you. Oh, stop it! I would take you. Would you? But I wouldn't want to be in the VIP. I'd want to be in the... Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. We'd have a riot. It'd be brilliant. Somebody that loves football. Yeah. I mean, maybe my brother. Not on a date, obviously. (laughs) But, um, oh. Someone who's genuinely, like, excited about the match. Uh Uh-huh. That can that can fill in the gaps for me because as much as I love love getting involved and watching it and, and I know what's happening there are, there are gaps in my football knowledge mm. that you know it's always good to turn to somebody and go what is yeah. that or you know um, talk to me about um, Smile so Smile is the, basically the Jim McLean story mm-hmm. um, it had been in development with Philip Differ for a couple of years before before the production mm-hmm. and Philip was obviously his love of football and being a writer and writing for only an excuse for yeah. all those years and he was up in Dundee visiting a friend and he walked past the theatre and he thought he just want he said I want to write a play he'd never really written a play or he wanted to do it again and he said what what would my story be to get a play on there and he'd always been intrigued by Jim, because he'd met him a couple of times and he had this persona of being aggressive and tenacious and yeah. and like yeah. um, a dictator and he <laughs> he said there's another side there because the, the, the twice that Philip met him he was so shy and wanted to talk to Philip about television and how to write and would it be and he was very gracious and very uh, attentive and polite and Philip was like there's another story going yeah. on there and 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 that's what's so brilliant about theatre like you know you, you want to see characters that have multi-layered or yeah. you know what else is going on so and there's a great celebratory angle to it as well because Jim McLean single-handedly like for, formed that team and took Dundee Good, um, United to, yeah, to the European glory and yeah yeah um, it's a small town. Did they win it or did they go to the semis? The semis. Yeah, and they the semis. love him. So he's fascinating. So he would have been down in the stands giving it this and that and yeah. you would have been a wee lass up in the Maybe stands. Maybe looking at him and that's part of the theatricality. Yeah. You know, and it's like... And then you went and did, directed a play about him. It's, uh-huh. fa- it's uh-huh. amazing, isn't it? All these sliding moments. Like, yeah. Oh, what's what? happened here? Are, Are you, you joking? joking? Oh. oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
So Croatia have just scored, but it's a back pass. It's gone horrifically wrong. And the Spanish goalkeeper has completely fluffed it. How did that happen? Right, we'll do a replay now. Replay from all the angles. Right, so the ball's come up. It's a big back pass and he's just completely missed it. Wow. wow! Oh, you would be absolutely gutted, wouldn't you? He didn't you? even try and chase oh. it. No point, no point, no It was point, coming right? very, very fast, though. So the, like, you know, the Aberdeen supporters, the club shop in Aberdeen, I would love going in there, but Pick what they would do things. is they would just go, the girls' section was all just... The same scarf, the same top, the same mm. whatever, but a pink version of it. Oh yeah, it was always pink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The hips, the, the hips stuff was the same. All, all the teams. Like, Even now, it's still pink a bit version like that, though. Uh-huh. Yeah, with loads of pink hip stuff, and I'm like, mm-hmm. no, like I don't want to wear that. Did you have? I used to have the postcards of, of players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that. I had a scrapbook as well. I need to find it and show you because it's brilliant. My favourite player was Jimmy Boko. <laughs> Do you remember him? No. Oh, he's brilliant. He had these massive dreads. He was this gorgeous man. I can't remember where he used to play for and before he came to Hibs, but he was my favourite. And I think maybe, obviously, at the time, the, the, the Hibs team was not very diverse. But then all of a sudden oh, oh, there was this... Oh! Oh, oh side. Gorgeous guy. And, um, yeah. and, and I just was totally obsessed with him. And I used to have stickers of him. I also used to have stickers of Chick Chick Charnley and like <gasps> John Hughes, Gary O'Connor, Russell Latipi, Kevin Thompson, Derek Riordan, Kevin Harper, Pat McGinley, Barry Laverty. I want to have hair like Barry Laverty when I grow up. I had a drawing of Scott Booth on my wall. Remember Scott Booth? <laughs> yeah. And Ian Jess. Ian Jess. Yeah. And Theo Schnelders. I loved Frank Sozzi. <laughs> And when Esther was born, she used to be, she was obsessed with those. Remember those wee Willy Winkies that used to uh-huh. get the sausages? God yeah. knows what was in them, but they were tiny. Yeah. She used to eat it in a wee bit of kitchen roll, and Dad used to be like, there's your Frank Sausage. And she'd be like, Frank Sausage. Like, <laughs> um, oh, we were obsessed. I was obsessed with the hibs, like, growing up. I was a hibs kid. Yeah. And I season ticket holder for years and years. And then when I went to London, obviously, I couldn't see them, really. Yeah. I feel like... Um, it was put upon me, mm. and to, to a degree, mm-hmm. and I just got caught up in it. Yeah. And then, and then at a certain point, um, maybe in my late teens, I sort of dropped out of yeah. it. Yeah. When we d- worked together for the first time, Cinderella, mm-hmm. uh, Cinderfella, um, I remember you immediately talking to me about football. Oh, oh that was a oh, absolute beast of Croatia. Oh, if that had gone in, that would have been two 0 Oh. Um, I remember we were sort of immediately talking to talking to you about uh-huh. football because you knew yeah. I was a Hibs fan and we spoke, we sort of shared some stories and I remember thinking, this is fun yeah. because actually often I'm the only one in the... I work a lot with women and often it's mainly me that's the football mm-hmm. fan. Yeah, I was probably trying to befriend you. I, like, oh, I want Hannah to be my friend. I'll just talk about the Hibs because I know I'm she just, loves them. And I'm like Googling stuff on my phone. <laughs> Chick Charlie, nineteen ninety-three. Um, Look at us in our scarves. I wish they could see. We have to get a picture of that later. Right. That is just the cutest thing, Sally. Mm. Your red Aberdeen scarf mm-hmm. with your red hairs. I found myself being quiet in the past about, you know, how to talk about football with men. Yeah. You know, or just going, oh yeah, you, you cover that. Yeah. And 
occasionally in rehearsals I would go, oh, uh, you know, it's two men in the cast and mm. they know more than me about football. And it's yeah. like, but I am passionate about it and can bring something else to the story. And maybe that would be a different, through a different prism than a man would see something. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because Jim's widow, um, although he was still alive when we first did the production, yeah. um, plays a huge part in that. You know, and that, and she deserves to have her story told. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, because she's been through it all with him. Uh huh. She's and been there every minute, every yeah. by his side the whole time, and, like and raising kids and being such a big part of the club. Yeah. Like she was, she was so involved in the club. Yeah. By all accounts, it was a, it was a beautiful um, place to, to enter Tanadice, because she would arrange flowers mm. on match days and things like that, and you know and. Um, just wow. be such a big part of it and I think that's really important absolutely um, I think about my like my cousin um, Amber is married to Dean Shields mm-hmm. who used to play for Hibs obviously and then went on to play for um, Kilmarnock and Rangers and um, like I've watched they've been married for years and years and years and like I've watched I've grown up sort of you know mm-hmm. totally admiring Dean and his career you know what he's achieved with with everything, but then also I totally admire my cousin because she's had to move from place to place. Mm-hmm. She lived, mm-hmm. lived in Doncaster for a while, like now they're in Northern Ireland. Like they're constantly moving and adapting and and mm-hmm. let, letting his career kind of shine through. And he couldn't do that without her, and she couldn't do that without him. And it, sometimes I, I just sort of connect it a little bit because of the situation with actors as well. Like mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. moving around all the time. My pal Jade on Instagram the other day put a video up of her wee boy Freddie, her wee boy Freddie, saying goodbye to um, his dad. And it was like pre-season goodbyes are always so tough. But And it, and it just, it was so beautiful. And, you know, I was just like, you know, like mm-hmm. the, the women or the partners, you know, of these footballers are such a huge part of mm-hmm. their success. And they have to be recognised as well. Like Yeah. Well, the story goes that Jim was in talks with Rangers at a key point in his career. And his children's lives and it would have been uprooting two Mm. boys that were in a school system in Dundee and settled there and Doris moving you know her Mm. the the story goes that he was he was happy in Dundee yeah and he he was happy at home there and he had you know kids and everything was settled so he didn't go and do that to the next yeah, big yeah. club, big new, yeah. the the career move. Yeah, he chose yeah. to stay, and I think I think he also had a lot more to do at Dundee United. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you were asked to do it, uh-huh. um, and then yeah. So what sort of anxieties did you have around the fact that you were a woman telling a tale of a man who was so predominant in Scot in the in the Scottish football scene for so long? Did you feel any sort of weight of responsibility around that, or yeah, I, I I did. I felt I felt uh, I felt the the weight of responsibility mm. definitely, and to tell the right story for Jim, who at that point was um, living with Alzheimer's in a home, right, and for his family, who, mm-hmm. um, and then for the fans, and then Dundee City, you know, yeah. like it, it it was huge. But being a woman, I think I've got a lot stronger at avoiding that as a thing. Yeah. 
because it's just telling the telling the story in the best way that you can. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I could, I, I could bring something different to it, um, being a woman. Different perspective, but, yeah. But also, it was my first main stage show yeah. and all that, so there's other anxieties. <laughs> other anxieties that maybe, yeah. But I knew I was in like safe hands, like the rep couldn't have been more supportive. Yeah. Like Andrew Pant and, and um, the team around me with Kenny Miller designing it, mm. who... I knew would bring something theatrical to it and almost me- metaphorical and not um, like a 2D version of something like football on stage. Or just another yeah. football story. Uh-huh, yeah. 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 No, I love that. Um, yeah, so then in February 2021, we went back up to the rep to socially distance, rehearse wow. it again, put it on its feet again. There was, only, there was only two people in the cast, yeah. so you, they could easily mm-hmm. socially distance. But by this point, Jim had passed away. Oh, that's so we, we, we looked at it again mm. with through a different, you know, lens. lens. Guess, yeah. Wow, wow. Um, it's but amazing d- that it's documented, though, for, yeah. for Doris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we didn't change anything about it. Right. Like, there was no point in changing yeah. the narrative that now he's no longer here. Yeah, so we filmed it um, over two days with three cameras, and wow. it gave us certain like people who've who've spoken to me about it that saw it live and then saw it uh, saw the streamed version felt like they they were inside his head more. Wow, Barry Hunter who played Jim, his intensity, you were like in there with mm, him on mm, screen. Mm, mm, mm. Um, yeah, and he he just. The Dundee United fans just adore Barry because they've brought, he's brought Jim back to life. To life again. <gasps> wow. So we got we got quite we got quite close with some fans fan groups that we would go and talk to. The Dundee United Foundation in particular, uh, the guys there were so um, so helpful. But during rehearsals, they they wanted to know what what will it be about. And what will what will mm. be in it? Will this be in it? Will that be in it? You're like, just wait. Just so wait and see. During those conversations, we really felt like, oh, are we doing, mm. are we doing the right thing? Right Is, thing yeah. Are we got the right angle and all that? Because, yeah. yeah. But seeing grown men who've probably maybe maybe not stepped inside the theatre before, mm-hmm. be in the theatre, mm-hmm. sing all the songs. They're all wearing tangerine. <laughs> they're they're singing along. They're shouting. They're laughing. They're clapping. And crying, Ugh. like I spent, I saw it so many times. But there was one night I sat in this one of the side seats, and I just watched the audience, mm. and you and you saw these men go through so many emotions, and then at the end they're all just standing up, and they're just yeah. The passion that fans have for football is incredible. I mean, yeah, the only time I've ever seen my dad cry really was when Hibs won the Scottish Cup. Yeah, and it was. And just such a beautiful moment, you know, to actually see him. Mm-hmm. It was like a release. It was like his soul, his spirit. Mm-hmm. Just, whew, it yeah. just been, it was like such a weight off his shoulders to know that we'd finally done it. And he was obviously thinking about his dad as well and all yeah. that. And it, it really is football moves men in a way that uh-huh. I've, ne- you know, some 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 things just don't. But you, know? you can also, you can also, men's mental health's been highlighted so much recently. Mm-hmm. But there's something about sitting... You and I are sitting facing away from each other. Some It's like driving in a car. You can talk and you can open up more, maybe. Because you're watching something else at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I saw my dad cry at football. When was that? Um, when Aberdeen won the League Cup. Sing in the whole stadium singing uh, the, the Northern Lights, which was my dad read out the lyrics to at my mm. granddad's funeral. Right. <laughs> but it also just like, it's such a powerful song yeah. <laughs> for Aberdonians. It's been in the box. Handball? No. No. Cleared again. Spain cannot get it in. This is scrappy. Come on, Nessa! Oh, come on! Oh, that's it! Back in the net! Nice! Here we go! Oh, ho, ho. Fantastic. Very good. This is... Um, football, actual football on stage, do you think uh-huh. it can be done? Like, um, I take it you didn't have any passing or dribbling or anything <laughs> like that in it. <laughs> um, Barry does a bit of keepy-uppy. Did he? Okay. Yeah, and we had a ball. We thought it was important to, like, yeah. have a ball present. Yeah. And, oh, look at that. Oh, oh bless him. This is what I love as well. Is like I don't have any allegiance to Spain or Croatia. <laughs> yeah. But it's just so I don't. I'm not fussed about who wins. Yeah, yeah. But I just it's amazing watching totally. skillful football. Yeah. Football, football on stage. So when I did the James plays with NTS, there's a football match. Of course, yeah. On stage in the second play, it was choreographed within an inch of its life. Like right. we went on tour, yeah, yeah. and you're going on raked stages yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And it was basically like kicking the ball, but you're not kicking it. You're almost pushing it. Like it pushing was like it, beautiful yeah. uh, choreographed dance. Yeah. Um, push it there, push it there. That person steps there. You, mm-hmm. you Yeah. To cover it, to cover mm-hmm. it. Yeah, we did the same in, in The Wolves. We had a, this thing called the spider web. And it's about... About a good 15, 17, 20 minutes, I would say, of the play. Mm-hmm. And it's them, then them doing the spider web, whatever that is. And we had to make the spider web. Yeah. We sort of found a way to do it. But essentially, it's passing the ball continuously between, like, yeah. eight people. Yeah. And it was completely choreographed and timed with loads of dialogue. But it was so hard to rehearse. We had to, like, literally drill it. Yeah. But that was a rake stage as well, so they had to anti-rake it. It was fine, like, people are in it and mm-hmm. if, if you're telling the story properly and people buy it and they accept that it's stage oh. and it's not going to be perfect like yeah. I would love to see a big what's even been like Beckham was announced that it was going to happen uh-huh. I think I was still at drama school at the time and I was like I have to get an audition for this they ended up doing it quite dancey I think in the end and I don't think it stayed on for very long no I would love to see a play about women's football mm-hmm. with actual genuine like some genuine skills in it, like genuine footy. Mm-hmm. But you'd have to find a place to do it that was, like, really long and wide. Mm-hmm. Like, remember when Black Watch was on? Yeah, like the event, fr- the like event football. Event football, yeah. Event theatre. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes I'll watch football, especially in this tournament, in, like, Spain in particular, in Italy. It is like Bali. Again, like, that pass. It's, yeah. It, there's an elegance to it. There's, like, a... a f- like a flow and yeah and it's beautiful i mean me and leslie the other night on that grass in the garden we were pretending we were on a pitch mm-hmm. uh, there was no ball there but we were playing football together i saw, <laughs> hey, yeah, I I saw the ball yeah, yeah, I saw <laughs> exactly you believed that the ball was there because yeah. we believed it was there on the head mm. and like maybe you, you wouldn't even need a ball if you represented the game on stage. Yeah. Or it's all the stuff in between. It's the changing room and the yeah. dynamics between the girls. Mm-hmm. Like, there is a play to be had there. I just mm-hmm. don't know how you would do it. Sally got the tapas in. What did you have? Potatoes bravos. 
Oh, lovely. Gambos Pew Pew. Gambos Pew Pew. Polo Serrano. Polo Serrano. What was that? Honey Aubergine or something? Aye. Oh, that was stunning, mate. It was absolutely stunning. Uh, um, well, we wanted to have a wee bit of Spanish cuisine to go along with the support in Spain. I mean, are you supporting Spain? I'm supporting Spain. Yes, because I probably am. Croatia, mm-hmm. well, they put us out, didn't they? So, Do you think they get nervous before? Like, how nervous? You know what it's like going on stage <laughs> for the first time? Yeah, I think they absolutely like, shit themselves. Oh, do I know my lines? Of oh, course. You know, and all that. Because all that preparation, all that practice, and you know you can do it, but ultimately you've got to go on and you've got to perform and you've uh-huh. got to get it right. Yep. So, of course, they would feel the pressure. Right, one last question. Um, what would be your, your fantasy football team? Abby Womba, who's the American yeah. soccer. Soccer. Yeah, she's amazing. And she's, like, pioneering young women's football and she's such a role model. She would be there. She would be in it. I'd have someone a bit scrappy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, who would that be? Leslie Hart? <laughs> oh! And here she comes! <gasps> oh, what? Hi! Leslie Hart! Oh, fancy having you here. Fancy seeing you in your own home. Ah! Come and take a seat on that. Which seat are you Rehearse this bit. Well, let's make up your mind. Shh, there's no rehearsals on that stage. Um, oh, listen, it's fine. You just interrupted me swatting up from a driving test. My second <laughs> oh, driving test. I know, I don't know either. Um, Failed my first test. It's quite a dangerous thing. Don't quite un- still don't quite understand what went wrong, but I know that it involved driving up the road in the wrong direction. Okay, so yeah. Examiner yep. had to grab the they wheel sort and... They prefer you to go so, the other way. Yeah. Oh, so my, so my final lesson yesterday um, on Saturday, um, I nearly then. drove into a cyclist, but I didn't know that that was... I didn't really know that that was wrong. Okay. I, like, I kind of I pulled out into it from a junction when a cyclist was there, but I thought that would be okay. okay. I should have known better. Um, and tomorrow morning, my instructor's given me an emergency final pre test lesson right. he says he's had a cancellation but i think he just wants <laughs> an end to it he's actually and off tomorrow uh, so anyway we're watching the croatia spain oh, and we've yes. been chatting a lot about, about smile with sally and yes. obviously her connection to football you were on the po- podcast the first time around so welcome back lovely to be here it was a great own. great day when we got hulet watching japan scotland day eh? that was with Is that lisa what we were doing yeah. i can't really remember <laughs> Some some beer had been. I gave you a pie and everything. Did you? Sally got us tapas tonight, which was which was great. But yeah, I think we discussed this the last time. My guilty secret for this podcast is that, although um, I spent most of my childhood playing football constantly up until the age sort of fourteen, fifteen, and then very sporadically since. I don't really watch it. Yeah. And I don't really. I mean, I I have watched some matches in this tournament, and of course got myself all in a froth about Scotland yeah. and when they were playing here at Hamden that was a big night and when they, when they had their their nil-nil draw that was amazing like a no-score draw oh. has never been more exciting yeah. but yeah Sally's been die-hard watching it all and she's I've been dipping in and out she's still got a wee scarf that, which is huh? obviously a, a, like a kind of little child's scarf <laughs> Because it's a bit small. Well, isn't this it? is my child's but scar. The dramatics. We're just watching some um, some drama. Fifteen going on there. minutes in, still a bit one of, one. A bit of acting, acting heart on the ground. What about all that though? Eh? The acting. How how do you think the um, acting's been so far from the the dudes on this uh, 
tournament. Oh, it? yes, I think I think some good performances. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think some less good, so some not convincing at all. Um, I'm impressed by the commitment to their their dives and their falls and their yeah clutching Com- their commitment to the craft. Cross in from Steen. Oh, oh, oh yes. That was beautiful. Is that Ask for Leclerc? Yeah, Ask for Leclerc. 57 minutes. Amazing. Do you think it hurts their knees when they I slide I was thinking like that. that. I was thinking that. I think it must. It's when they go yeah. on their belly and stuff. Or, mm-hmm. like, or, that, or they're just straight onto their backs and slide yeah. along. Uh-huh. And you think, well, it mustn't be sore because you do it every time and there would be injuries, wouldn't there? Yes, but then, I mean, I think it just depends on how excited you are. What about, yeah, the, the, about the Tartan Army fan oh, who did gosh. the... Um, what do you call that? That sort of like slip and slide. Slip and slide. Right. Yeah, yeah. that was square. epic. That was and that was a taps aft moment as well. <laughs> like it was a full, full belly to pay him with these jeans on. I know, very casual sidelines. Um, Someone should have a word with him. Um, no, I tried to do. I've got a laminate floor in my living room, uh-huh. right? And uh, a couple of weeks ago, me, Esther, and Ella got quite drunk in the living room um, with. It was Esty's birthday actually, and our mate Haley was there, and we just started doing fucking Premier League slides, like as if we'd scored a goal. But everyone had to come in from the door and then run up and do the slide, mm-hmm. and like my mate like burnt her foot, like yes. proper rubbered it, yeah. like it was horrible. Um, I got quite into, it and I do actually think it wouldn't be sore if it was on grass. Well, I mean, I know, yeah, that's that's true because also like we've got just bearing in mind the other night when um, we were doing quite a lot of. Um, imaginary football acrobatics. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that was all kinds of tumbling, diving, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. sliding along the floor, flipping over. Also, um, they'd be sweaty, so yeah, it would be. I mean, it, the, t- tomorrow that's gonna hurt, and the next day <laughs> probably even hurt. more. My shoulders were agony. My shoulders still. I, so I told you, like when I was having my driving lesson, I couldn't look over my shoulder. To your blind spot. Well, I was like, I was looking over my shoulder. And not concentrating on what I was seeing because I was so distracted by Maybe the pain. Maybe what you should do is take some inspiration from the imaginary football and just do imaginary car driving. <laughs> well, listen, I was going to say to you, Sally, actually, if you wouldn't mind tomorrow or maybe early mon- or Tuesday before my test, mm-hmm. you could maybe do some of that with me in here. <laughs> And just let go. Okay, let's an imaginary just... dual control car, yeah. obviously. What I'm going to ask you to do is just um, when it's safe to do so, just um, <laughs> pull out on the on the right. Oh my god! Okay. Pull out just... on the right. What what do you mean? Pull out on the right. All oh, right, we'll be at a junction. You're just just you're just parked up at the sides of the road. All oh, right, okay. Uh, so just switch the engine on and uh, just take off. Do you want me to? Do you want me to park in on the right? (laughs) Sorry, no. I want you to try um, not to make this about me and my driving (laughs) test. But turn turn right at the next junction. Okay, right. Okay, no. I'll get into position. I've I've indicated already. Mm -hmm. Mirrors, mirrors, indicate. Watch the cow. Watch the cow. That's there, and there's the cyclist. Uh (laughs) I was um, inspired watching you, you the you two the other night with your imaginary football. Yeah. Because I thought maybe I could play football. Of in that in way, that context. of course yeah. you could. Of course like, you could. Well, you should have joined in. Uh huh. But you were on the non-alkies and we weren't. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's easy to go like that. Look, 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 yeah, look at yeah. the ball. 
And also, oh. you're in control of how good uh. the pass is. So, like, sometimes you pass it to me, and I'd be like, I've scored. And then I'd realise that you'd already thought that you'd scored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we both scored. Yeah, it's sort of win-win. I threw yeah. a ball in at one point, you mm. didn't see it, and it was like, there's oh, three balls oh. in play. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened here? Oh, someone's on the ground. Oh, there's a stretcher at the side. My cousin is a club doctor for Dundee and my aunt and uncle sometimes go and watch a game but they'll go when will you be coming on and it's like it's not determined by like when I come on oh oh that's 3-1 Spain in 76 minutes that was smooth I mean it's all over now surely no Oh, wow. I'd be interested to know where in the world they really don't play football at all and maybe start a team. I mean, I mean maybe some, like, small islands. If they are, Australia don't really... Independence and all that, maybe. Australia sure. do. Do Australia play oh, football? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. They have actually played in a couple of um, um, The Sandwich Islands, maybe? Or the, the, the Chris- Christmas Island. Yeah. Wednesday Island. Vatican City. Sri Lanka, do they play football? Ah, I'm sure Guys, they you're do. really showing me up with your geography here. Uh, I said Orkney, like that's as far as I could think. Orkney. Which is part <laughs> of Scotland. Yeah, but if you ask oh, any I mean, person if, from Orkney, they're like, oh, if, if Shetland was If Shetland was an independent state, uh, I don't think there'd be enough people on the island to actually come up with a full 11 a side, no? But that would be, this is the, that would be what would be, you know, exciting about it, is just getting. The postman yeah, and the granny, mm-hmm. you know, the lassie that runs the sh- that would be fun. Like, yes. yeah. So, so like going back to fantasy team, mm-hmm. anyone, you just have anyone in it. I said you, Leslie. All oh, right. You is, would, is this real football or? Yeah. Um. Or imaginary football. Mm, I would say real football. Well, no, if it's fantasy, it's got to be imaginary, isn't it? Okay. Wait a minute, that's maybe too many levels of imaginary. Is there a real a ball? fantasy imaginary <laughs> football team. I mean, she she's nearly 90. I would put my granny in the team because she loves football. And if she could be, you know... She could be goalie. <laughs> with her stick. Oh, well, I mean, are you allowed a stick? Um, who else... Somebody yeah. small and fast. Right, Mo- Ma- Maureen Carr? Yes. yes! Oh my god, I would definitely have Maureen she was, Carr. On she my should definitely be involved. Maureen Carr, yes, yes, Maureen Carr. And she is directing a play about Rose Riley, who yeah. was. She was, a, she was a total trailblazer, like first female professional. Was she a professional football player in Scotland? I think you'll find Rose Riley was a Scottish football trailblazer. She was nominated for the world's best female footballer. Rose Riley from Stuart and Ayrshire moved to Italy to win an array of cups for Italian teams, including the Women's World Cup, playing for the national side. She then went on to play for Scotland internationally, and by the time she had retired at the age of 40, she had won eight Serie A titles, a French title, and for Italian Cups. Um, Joyce Faulkner? Joyce, Ooh, yeah. Joyce. Joyce would be... She'd be... Well, she would be, like... Centre-back. Yes. Formidable, solid... Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, um, I think she might even be captain. Who are, who are our strikers in imaginary right. football? Gavin Wright. Gavin Wright, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about, like... Judy 
Judy Dench um, for like heart keeper sweeper. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes, I think she should definitely be. If not, she, she might stay on the subs bench if it's mm. like a. Until, the, until, the, until the last, last minute, 10, ten minutes, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. she wouldn't have the stamina as well, would she, to mm-hmm. play the full night? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe put my granny on the bench as well. <laughs> and Joyce McMillan. Joyce mm-hmm. McMillan! Oh, she'd do a good pundit. I think Joyce would be a great punditry, wouldn't she, women? Uh-huh. Well, it's theatre, isn't it? It is. Absolutely. What do you think, guys? Quick comeback from Spain? Um, Croatia? That would be incredible, wouldn't it? That would it? be incredible, um, yeah. Because at this, like in tournaments like this, I just want more, the most football you can but get. But also the yeah, most yeah. drama. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, if, if they could turn it around at this stage There's, and then even win, it, then that would worse be... nothing worse than, like sometimes when I was saying earlier on, like the gaps in my knowledge doesn't matter because you can... I, I used to get embarrassed of saying like, slightly embarrassed about talking about football in front of men because yeah. you don't really have all the vocabulary and all that and I was asked to go on off the ball and I was like oh I don't know what I would say my initial reaction to that was oh, I can't do that because I don't know enough I don't know as much as, as them yeah. but I love the passion and I love watching it mm-hmm. so that stands that speaks for itself mm-hmm. and you don't need to know all the the all the stats and no, all that fucking right. history. And I'd be scared they were asking questions uh-huh. about facts of but his no, life that you maybe just didn't uh-huh. know because he expanded so long his time yeah. with Dundee United. Yeah. Like, but also I know a boring game of football when I see one as well. Yeah, <laughs> totally. You know, like, and there's nothing worse than that. Well, there we go. Look, guys, they're about to win. It's ninety minutes, three two. Oh, look, there's an extra six minutes of extra time here, so that's a long time. Croatia are still in it. Like they feel like they're totally yeah. Six minutes in the clock. If you're one goal behind, you would think, oh fuck it, just go for it. Eh? Like mm. Matt Modric is just a fucking robot. Mm-hmm. Really. Like just does not stop. What would be your like ideal thing to eat at a match, Sally? What could be better than what we've just ate? <laughs> what tapas? tapas. <laughs> Imagine that at the Hib Stadium or like, um, up up at the Aberdeen. I'll take the. Chorizo, caramelised onion and chorizo, please. Yeah, can I have Gambas the, the, the baked goat's cheese and caramelised onion? Caramelised onion. <laughs> <laughs> and the honeyed aubergine, please. Yeah. We'll do that honeyed aubergine. I mean, I do like a, a bothrill. I love, yeah. Aye. A pie. You sort of get just get caught up in it. I eh? like a half pizza. A pizza slice. I don't think they do crunches. I don't think they could afford the, the fryers that... Easter Road, but it used to do a really good, really wet, totally undercooked half pizza, and it was always drenched in brown sauce. I know exactly what you mean. (gasps) Here we go! They're an attractive team. Yeah. That's an attractive strip. They are. There's a couple of players that are. Just, they go to a good barber's like. I'm just going to consult my sticker book. What are they, Group E? Oh, what's going to happen? <laughs> Have you seen the Partick Thistle mascot? It's an absolute riot. Oh, it's brilliant, isn't it? It's, like it's, a, it's, yeah. it's a wee what's jaggy it thing. It's a wee jaggy. I think it's supposed to be a thistle, but it looks like someone's been sick. 
and I think you'll find Croatia Spain has gone into extra time. Thirty minutes. Yeah. Oh, oh come on! Oh my, oh my God! Yes. What? Nine minutes into extra time. Marata. During lockdown, Leslie and I, um, well, Leslie was good at capital cities anyway, and I, from my childhood, used to be obsessed with flags. So during lockdown, you know, early lockdown, Leslie brushed up on all our capital I cities, yeah. and I yeah. brushed um, up on my flags. Oh, and we tested each we other. We did, we tested each other, that was something to do. And I learned the periodic table. And I learned Yakko's World from Animaniacs. I love We've that. got a periodic table up in the loo, so Sally, Sally would come back from... A loo trip, uh-huh. um, having <laughs> learned helium, well, lithium, beryllium, boron, carbon, nitrogen, oxygen, <laughs> relative to the length of time she was in there, uh-huh. some more elements. Mm-hmm. Hydrogen, helium, lithium, beryllium, boron, carbon, nitrogen, oxygen, fluorine, hydrogen, helium, lithium, beryllium, boron, carbon, nitrogen, oxygen, fluorine, neon, xenon, eh, neon, potassium, calcium, scandium, titanium, vanadium, chromium, manganese, iron, cobalt, nickel, copper, zinc. Gallium, germanium, arsenic, selenium, bromine, krypton, nitrogen. No. United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru, Republic Dominican, Cuba, Caribbean, Greenland, and Salvador. Two. Puerto Rico, Colombia, Venezuela, Honduras, Guyana, and still. Oh God, what's the next bit? Oh, it's been so long ago. There's hydrogen and helium, then lithium, beryllium, boron, carbon, nitrogen all through the air. There's oxygen, so you can... Puerto Rico, Belize, Nicaragua, Renewal. Bahamas, Daniela, San Paraguay, Uruguay, Suriname. How the hell did you just get to be locked together? What do you think about him with his jeans on? I think it's really not on, actually. I don't think he should be turning up at the sidelines with jeans on. I mean, it's a smart shirt, but you are a bit like... It's jeans but maybe it's like, a distraction technique that people are going, he's not taking this seriously yeah. enough. But actually, I mean, he looks like if he had a Stetson on, you'd, he'd look like a Dallas cow, like a kind of oil man. Jeans and trainers. It's just jeans and trainers, yeah. But think... he's got, the creation manager's got dress trousers and trainers on. Yeah, no, oh. I'm sorry. He does look way too casual. He looks like he's just... But there's nothing worse than a pair of dress trousers and trainers. Oh, oh, oh James, boy! Did that go in? No. Five three Spain. Mm. He's so wet you can actually see his pants. Oh, oh. is that it? Oh that's it with you. Well done. Oh, hey. Five three. I think Spain won tonight because we got tapas. Yeah, yeah I think that's yeah. exactly what happened. Ladies, thanks so much for coming on that the was podcast. Brilliant. Again. Oh listen, it was Sally, thank you so much pleasure. for sharing all your stories and talking about smile and it's just great to see you in your Aberdeen strip, it really is. Leslie, it's always a pleasure having you on the show. Oh, it's um, always a pleasure to be here. I think that Aberdeen scarf was must have been on a teddy or something before because it's too small for you. No, it's <laughs> not because you're not supposed to wrap them round. You're only supposed to wear them like that. that. I think maybe soon we should have an imaginary game of football. Oh, yeah. God, any time. You can literally play it any time, anywhere. Well, yeah, so let's do it. I'll see you on the pitch. On the head. On the head. Oh, my God. <laughs>